Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to this week's episode of the Relaxing Guardians podcast. I'm your host, Agony Kai, joined as always by my co-host, Sebs, and we have a fucking stacked show this evening, so I'm not going to go through everyone, but hello, everyone. What's up? Hello. What do you mean? I'm not going through everyone. We have a bad fucking host. We have Addybug, and we have fucking Private Pancake. Wow. It's not fucking ad, is it? Come on, man. I tried. Pri- I can't read. Private. Fucking hell. Private Pank. Punk. Hey. That's how my so, name's spelled. How do you pronounce the underscore? Private Pink. That's how you do it. Silent. Right. So we all know this is the point of this whole plethora of people is I want like we wanted to bring people in to have different views on different things that has happened in a corporate setting. Like I work in a corporate setting and we've had issues with um, infrastructure and all that sort of stuff. Really things. I just want to bring people in to have a conversation. How fucked is whatever we say tonight Losing your job is shit and it's ass as fuck. So please don't take any of our words as like we are against these people, but like I'm I'm gonna try and be the um the devil's advocate as such. So come at me, bro. Well, I th- I think it's safe to say that like no one here is celebrating this. Like like, like in yeah. general, this is not something we're here to be like, oh, this is fucking great. Like reg- like regardless of who you are, at a fundamental level, we yeah. can all agree that it's fucked. Yeah. And like, and I saw it on, um, we were talking in Ghost DC and Eternity come in and said some really great stuff and Addybug come in and said some really good stuff. And that's why I was like, let's get these fucking people in. So has any, has anybody ever had the issue with, um, layoffs? Has anybody been, has anybody got a really shit story about layoffs? I do. Yeah. Yeah. I I, I don't know. It's technically not a layoff, but I got fucked over. That's just similar. Um, long story short, I worked at a real estate company before my current job. Um, and I was being paid $17.30 an hour, uh, for a while. And then I politely asked to be paid my minimum wage, which would have bumped me from 30 annually to 40. And they're like, yeah, yeah, no problem. Um, and then a week later they were like, oh, we're doing like a restructure and there's no more room for you in the company. Goodbye. That's but I, cause I was on probation. I had nothing to like. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't know if it's like an official lay- layoff, but I get the whole like abrupt, holy shit, yeah. I don't have a job now. So my company went from the, so my company had an increase of like at like 2010, I think it was. It had, it, it got big. And so it went from like 50 people vertical to about 400, 500 Jeez. people across the world. And the issue with that is when it starts to plateau out, and it kind of chills out. You realize you've kind of, I'm not saying this is what's happened. You realize you've got a lot of people and you, you're kind of top heavy. You're kind of, it's hard to keep afloat because you have so many people. And what they did, they brought this person and they brought this person in to sack people. That was his job. That was his main oh. Yeah. And that's balls of steel. If you've got a guy that's fucking, that is his job to sack people. And the worst part about it, they, they, I was, brought into the office and I was there now on my fucking computer and I could see these people get a message on their computer, getting up, walk into an office, all office, all the offices are glass. The offices in my place are all glass. You can see in there and there's people like, fuck you, fuck you, (laughs) like screaming back and forth. The IT guy then scuttled over to the guy's computer, scuttled over to everybody's computer, 75 in one day. This fucking this guy sacked. Jesus. And every time 
if he had a computer, bang, this guy would roll in, fucking shut his computer down, shut his credit card down, shut his phone down if he had a phone, um, shut the card down if he got to get into the fucking office. And he did that. And I was like, wow, this is fucked. And people got upset. Mm. One person got sacked because he wore, um, he wore uh, sweatpants into the office. He was an IT guy. So he didn't need to dress up. He was just literally in a cubicle and he wore sweatpants. Another guy was there for, I think, 27 years. And they got rid of him because he, instead of giving him the training that he required to come up to the same standard as a person just come out of university because they will learn all the new new stuff yeah. and all that old thing, they go, nah, fuck you. you know Did I mean? that guy happen to be a music composer? No. No, it, it was just really fucking And worked on such situation. great classics as Halo, Halo 2. Look, I Literally composed your entire game. Why. Yeah. And then, but they sacked 75 people and then they laid off, like, just sporadically over the whole thing. Luckily, I'm the only person that does my job, so that I can, mm. fuck you. Yeah. <laughs> but it doesn't make, doesn't, like, make you feel good about continuing to work no. there, right? Like... Look, it's it's a hard thing because you have to live with the fact that you you have to live with the fact that you're you've got a job and then people haven't because some people may you get a severance package. I'm not too sure about America, but you get a, in Australia you get a severance package. So every year that you've worked there, you get a month's wage on top mm -hmm. of that. tax free. I think it is yeah. as well. So so you walk away with a fair bit if you're if you're a contractor like Pancake was. Or like a casual, you get away. You walk away with nothing. These pe these guys have walked away with with nothing. They they benefits are fucked. Their benefits are finished. Like yeah, they like deliberately targeted it on like yeah. the thirtieth, and like mm. a lot of the shit expired at the thirty first. And I yet yeah. again, I barely know fucking Australian like work shit. Couldn't tell you about American stuff, but I imagine that's a pretty big fuck around. Considering I, they don't have I, free healthcare, well, with the reason, yeah. you know, and they're yeah. like healthcare stops. They had stock options in. Bungie that they lose yeah. if they get fired, which is a fucking yeah. insane yeah. contract piece that I've most I've ever heard of. Like, what the yeah, fuck is that? It just it does not make sense. It, and I'm trying to figure out like, were they like I said, devil's devil's advocate, uh, devil's <laughs> advocate, and all that sort of stuff. I'm like, was it because there was there was marathon was pushed back. By all accounts, um, as the cross put out today, that matter was cancelled in 2020. Yeah, that was crazy, actually. Because yeah. like Netties paid them, which is like um, a conglomerate of Tencent or some shit, yeah. which is like yeah. the big Chinese mobile market. They paid them a shit ton of money. I don't remember what it was, but it was huge yeah. in like what 2017, 2018 yeah. to like make whatever the fuck matter was. Yep. So yeah. that kind of ended so well. Like, there's no way you can just like can that project without bullshit exactly. like repercussions. So and then, so Marathon was then put up against. So Marathon, by all accounts, was gonna is a Tarkov esque. An extraction shooter. Extraction shooter. Mm -hmm. An extractor shooter. Yeah, cool. If, if as the cross was saying, for a very short period of time, it was going to be a battle royale for a very very short period. Of time. Yeah, probably. Yeah. But then they they sent the game out to a shit ton of Tarkov players. And they go, hey guys, would you play this? And they're like, no. <laughs> no one wants this game mode or game yeah, type. I, 
I'm going to be devil's advocate for this one, though. But um, I believe they were saying in reference to where the game was in its current state, and I believe it was pre-alpha, like someone else made a comment that was there at the summit and was like, it's sort of been taken out of context, where it was just like the Bungie developer specifically asked, hey, if we release this product, like what you currently just played, tomorrow would you like stream it? Would you make content on it? But in so, saying that, right, pre-alpha is still very late into a development cycle. Pivoting in a pre-alpha state is not a fucking thing. At that point, they are like battening down like the end things, maybe adding one extra idea. But pre-alpha is like, we need to polish this now and get it to a beta state to get it to public. Yeah, like, you'd hope so. But they they shit the bed with Destiny 1 when they got it to that stage, right? They, true. Yeah, they completely rebooted it. True. The whole game apart and rebuilt it from the ground up. So. True. And we all remember how D1 launched. Yeah, yeah, that's right. But what, what I would say is that Bungie are a company famous for taking something that is not popular or boring or doesn't work and turning it into an immensely successful popular franchise. First-person shooters, first-person shooters mm-hmm. on console are not a thing until no. Halo. They pretty mm-hmm. much, like, yeah, there was Goldeneye and Perfect Dark, Rareware, N64 Golden Days, but, like, Halo made console shooters work. Not only That's that. True. They, they they changed the way shooters work forever. Like the two gun limit, grenades and melees being bound to separate buttons, regenerating health. Halo was the game that popularized popularized all these things. Mm. Bungie blew the world apart with that. And then Destiny. Like what were looter shooters before Destiny? There are a couple of Borderlands. Like, yeah, yeah. Borderlands sort of like you know tried a little bit, but it was sort of like halfway between a real looter shooter, if you like, and like Diablo when it started out. Sure. Destiny is the game that blew the world apart and like mm-hmm. hey this this is actually a thing so i reckon that's what they're trying to do with marathon they're saying a yeah, raid yeah, like yeah. content on a console was crazy yeah it's never been done insane mm-hmm. insane so like yeah. you take like a game like tarkov and you say oh yeah it's hardcore it's made by a, a you know small company the graphics aren't very good it's a niche game bungie absolutely they will be going and trying to make it mainstream and put their twist on it hmm I'm not saying yeah. it's not going to be good. I'm not saying it's not going to be good. I don't know. They're very late in the game to do a looter yeah. shooter. Like, yeah. They, they very, yeah, like an extraction shooter, I should say. They're very late. There's already significant games out there that are already based and got a fucking strong base to them. So I don't know. And I, But then, fucking 100 people, though. Like 100 people laid off in an instant. Yeah, like it's fucking and the, savage. Oh, and the, pe- the people that made redundant is just such a weird pick, too. That's like, what's just... strange. Mm. Like you, you hear about a company being like, "Yeah, we're gonna cut, you know, a thousand jobs, hundred people," and you expect trainees, you expect kind of the last, last in, first out, um, like base level who hadn't quite finished their training, wasn't quite getting to probation. Michael Salvatore, people that have been with the company for 21 years, mm-hmm. like those are not small people. And just to kind of shoo them out, like you've just gone, oh, guys, we're just going to like save some money this year. It It's just insane the variety of people, people with really strong histories with this company and people that, you know, fans and players of the game recognize. Mm-hmm. That's big. <laughs> and I think that's. Do you think so? They were under market forty five percent, so they aimed for the higher paid people to try and drag back 
some of the expenses paid for, on this mm. game. So that yeah, that I, is a bit askew as well because I think they're aiming that forty-five percent projection that they missed is a projection that they put out with Lightfall to make yeah. Sony look at them and go, "Hey, we can do this shit right." And then they obviously yeah. didn't hit it. But there is so many statistics coming out right now. Like, there's that fucking shader that you can buy for only silver. That like they made a million dollars off that fucking shader. That's how many people bought that goddamn thing? Jesus. And that's still not yeah. getting their projections up and shit. They said mm. that Sony isn't having a hand in this. But a week ago, Naughty Dog laid off 8% of that company and they're owned by fucking Sony. Insomniac did they? Insomniac is laying off people. Spider-Man 2, like, which like was like the highest grossing PlayStation care. I'll bet you fucking money after we get another God of War announcement, maybe like a DLC, we'll see layoffs okay. after that. I'll say, I'll say. Mm-hmm. Bungie, Molecule, PlayStation, Six to Start, Frontier, Zen Studios, Forever VR, Thought Panties, Drifter, Calipity, Calipity, Ubisoft, Creative Assembly, Mediatonic, Twitch, Team 17, Epic, Maze Theory, Noggin, Other Ocean, Blizzard, Roblox, Crystal Dynamics, BioWare, Blackbirds, Gearbox, Beamdog. They're the ones, 6,000 people yep. they've laid on. Jesus. That's all across of, the board. Like a few of those are owned by Microsoft now, and then there hmm. is um, another company that's like owns a bought like fucking every indie company ever, and they just shut down studios. Like, but what? So, but why? So, what is happening in the gaming? Okay. The gaming world. I have a I have a note on that. Um, what's his name? Phil Spencer. Mm-hmm. He. He had some emails that went to the, like, from him, he's pretty senior in Microsoft, right, head of gaming, up to the CEO of all Microsoft, the whole company. And he was talking about the gaming market in general. This is internal strategic stuff. Like, I don't know how this stuff got leaked, but it was it got leaked big... by the fact that they were trying to buy Activision and the emails got leaked by the other That's side. That's <laughs> right. Yeah, yeah, sorry, you're yes. right. So it got, it got came out in court disclosures or something. But it, what he was talking about was really interesting insights in terms of, like, internally how they think about the industry. And what they were saying was kind of I feel like maybe what a few of us feel in our bones and have been for a while, AAA game development is very risky nowadays. The yep. amount of money... Mm-hmm. Time that it costs to make a, a triple A game is so gigantic, so many people, so many years that if you make one and you miss, like it bombs, like Redfall, mm-hmm. studios wiped out instantly. Mm-hmm. You don't you don't get a second chance unless you are owned by a Sony or an yeah, Activision or something, and exactly. they are backing you with the capital. Exactly. And, and what what that's doing to the games industry is it means companies like Ubisoft, and they've, they've actually come out and said this publicly to everyone. They're like we're not investing in new IPs anymore. We're just going to make Assassin's Creed 23 and then Assassin's Creed 24 and yep. and so on. And then they're, they're, on top of that, they're also just going to stuff them with more and more and more microtransactions and so on. Yeah. And so mm-hmm. it, it, when you when you put it in that context, it's like, yeah, that's that's kind of what's going on. AAA game development has become a nightmare and a very risky business for lots of companies. When things aren't going as expected, that they need to make so much money on them to even break even. Mm-hmm. That if things are going mm-hmm. wrong, well, they need to um, cut back layoffs. Layoffs like never before. And a big well, part um, of that is the fact that we no longer have double A development titles. Like THQ yeah. no longer exists and they were making stuff like Tony Hawk and Spyro and shit. That middle of the range, you know, 
games that yeah. as a kid you go, oh, let's just buy that game. It looks cheap and fucking free. A license game or whatever. Yep. So now we have AAA development, Destiny, Halo, whatever. And then you have indies. There's no middle ground. So there's like big pot of money that you got to fucking risk it to get it. Or like yep. you said, it's a big flop mm-hmm. and the studio gets shot down. Or you just buy an indie company. They make Cult of the Lamb and it's a, like an, a lucky success. You know? Yeah. That's, yeah. that's it. And look, there are success stories out there of like the progression of almost indie up to big time. Like CD Project Red, The Witcher One, that was an indie game. They yeah. they borrowed they borrowed BioWare's Neverwinter Nights engine and turned it into something that people really liked. Mm-hmm. So they got a bigger budget for The Witcher Two, and people really liked that. Then they had a massive budget for The Witcher Three, one of the best games of all time. Then yeah, yeah, CD Project Red, right? Yeah, yeah exactly. Such, right. A, mm-hmm. such a colossal flop. It almost destroyed their entire studio. Their stock yeah. price dropped like eighty percent overnight. Look at uh, they fixed the game. Like yeah. Silver said it. True. Three years later. Three years later. And that's True. what CD Projekt Red do. They, they'll they come back and they'll polish their shit, even if it's no good when it comes out. So, yeah, look at, look at, look at the um, Cyberpunk. Cyberpunk 77. Come mm-hmm. on. Fucking mm-hmm. shocking. Mm-hmm. Really bad game. game. Mm-hmm. No Man's Sky. They've just brought up. No Man's Sky. Yeah. Destiny to an extent. <laughs> I'm well, honestly like, waiting for is... a Starfield 2.0. Like, yeah. They're gonna fucking need one. Um, mm. but like what I'm trying to think of is and people are worried, people worry this this is the end of the game. It's not the end of the yeah, game. That's the fun thing. It's gonna be possibly it needs Destiny 3, possibly. It needs something. Like Destiny 3 needs to be done. See like the Destiny 3 idea, right? Is we think of Destiny 3 as like an opportunity for them to go, here's Destiny 3, here's all these strikes, here's all these missions and game modes and everything that you want. The problem it will is, not be that. is exactly right. They won't do that because if they could do that, they would just do that now in Destiny 2. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, right? What makes it kind of sad is we saw all those developers come out being like, we wanted to make that content. We weren't allowed. We heard you every day yeah. going, this is what we want and we weren't allowed to make it. And it's like, that's fucked. That's actually... So, like, like yeah. that, oh. that's... Gonna bring me back onto another. That's, that's gonna bring me back onto another one. Do you reckon the people got let go was the most um, verbal in them wanting shit to change? From what I've seen, a lot of it looks like the most expendable and/or contract stuff. Yeah. So like QA can be very easily externalized, and probably yeah. with Sony. Same with their marketing and whatnot. Like all of that can be done. Um, I read somewhere. I don't know how accurate this is, but um. Old mate Salvatore was on like a contract. He's not technically like an employee to the same extent as someone else would be. Um, so that's why like he was on the chopping block, and I'm sure I think the other veteran as well. It's mm. like the the way they do it. It's something different, just because of like the amount of work required. I'm not like 100 percent on it. Yeah, but like it would make because... sense that like someone came in saw everything that can be outsourced and everything that can be externalized through probably Sony, and what can be cut and just did that. Yeah, I've heard they I, are looking I to agree. outsource a lot of stuff. Which, yeah, but every every company is doing it now. It makes sense. Exactly. It's cheaper. It's better for the most part. Like it's shit for the people that, like, it happened to. Don't get me wrong, but like mm. on a business standpoint, it's the most logical thing you could do. Because what's your next option? You get rid of your your proper in house talent, not to like discriminate anyone else. You know what I mean? Like the engine, like the people that make the engine, they've worked with like the Tiger Engine for twenty years and whatnot. You get rid of like yeah. some of the core artists, like the top, of the top, that like you know create that sort of thing i I get i get all of that and like fully get that you can outsource testing and and lots of companies do and stuff but the man i i hate the way 
the gaming industry undervalues creatives like the, the music people the art people the writing people you hear it all across the board all the big companies they undervalue them they treat them like shit they beat them around and say no 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 the gameplay this or whatever has to come first we're not listening to you you cannot replace someone like michael salvatore you just can't like his music is one thing that just stands out about destiny and just Mm -hmm. makes it totally unique like i know that they've already finished all the music for the final shape that's been confirmed it's all done so that might be one reason why they decided to early exit him in a sense it might just be like okay obviously he's not the composer for marathon marathon if you've seen the trailer is a very different kettle of fish from anything Bungie's ever done in terms of both the visuals and the music. So if if he was the the Destiny guy, and maybe they're thinking, I don't know, that Destiny's just going to drift along on episodes for the next few years, or I, I don't know, something like that. Maybe they just they just thought, okay, that's a nice nice uh, time to wrap a bow around this. And to not even us. give him the um like honor of fucking retiring. Like yeah. early retirement, yeah. just be like, oh, yeah, you're being laid off. That's fucking shit, regardless of whatever the reasoning was. The guy was 70 and he's been with your company for like 25 years. Just yeah. like give him that. Like, yeah, give, give, is... him a, give him a medal and a party, mm. you know? Like, and that the lady yeah. who was like the is art it... designer who's been there forever and did the, made, Halo, like, the logo. Halo logo. She yeah. made the Halo logo. Like... She, she made the Halo logo and like a bunch of those fucking assets that she released like an image of. Yeah, a bunch of assets in that game, like. So that yeah. that stuff that stuff's wild to me. Like, I I get I get the generic stuff, like the I shouldn't say generic stuff, but like the stuff that can be outsourced, the testing and stuff that you cannot outsource the creative stuff like that. You just can't. It doesn't work. But that's the thing, marketing now. Like that was another chunk they just purged. Yeah, you can exactly. do that under Sony's umbrella. I don't see why you can't. They've got people for that. Yeah. yeah it's, it's just it's crazy that things. Activision was better like there's no denying it at this point like it's fucked that them working with Activision of all fucking companies was better for the game better for the staff clearly yeah like apparently Activision was the one saying you need to get more content out that players want to play yeah which is kind of like you remember like I was thinking back to when they announced they were going independent and they kind of made Activision out to be like the bad guys of like it kind of made us yeah. feel crunched. They made us feel quite pressured. Now we have this re- freedom to breathe and whatnot. Well, there was Shadow Keep. like that massive case of sexual harassment within Activision, but we're not, we'll, we'll, we'll gloss uh, over that. The stuff. Activision Blizzard situation is. Well, oh, look, yeah. don't, uh, look, don't go there. Look, let's be fair. Bungie is actually being sued at the moment by a former HR person on racism terms. Like, <sighs> look, there, there was a lot of. I don't see the issue you got. The issue you got is when people get fired or when people get laid off, they tend to want to lash out. I'm still angry the cunts that sacked me. Yeah. People either accept it or they fucking lash out. Like, accept it gracefully. There's one person that I'm not going to name names. First, straight away come out with the racism card, came out with the, um, the sure. transgender card and stuff like that. Yeah. I'm like, oh, okay, man. Like, I understand this is between you and the company. I understand that. But you lashing out at the company isn't a good look because you're going to have this... At the end of the day, you're still known to this company. If you want to work in other places, you can't lash out and just say, well, this is a fucking racism card. 
because yeah. you're it, it's a very enclosed niche market like your the the games market will just all talk to each other and go well actually this person is uh, you know he's I'm not saying he's not fucking correct. I mean, they've accused, or because obviously nothing's proven, they've accused us of this. Blah 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 blah. The other like, issue with the games market at the moment is it's basically all getting bought up by uh, Microsoft um, and Sony. Well, it was Microsoft and I, I fucking can't remember the other company's name. It started with an E, but um, yeah, Embracer Group. I think Embracer. It was so. Embracer Group. Thank you. Embracer Group bought out like. A bunch of fucking studios like Gearbox and 2K, Crystal Dynamics, Crystal Dynamics yeah. right? Yeah. And then they're waiting for this. Um, they like announced earlier they were going to get this mystery funding push, and they were going to get like a big injection. And it was going to change the way the game industry worked. And then the night before purchase was supposed to happen, the company pulled out, and Embrace Group got fucked. And so there was a bunch of shut down studios, and now we're just getting like a bunch of games that aren't coming out anymore. And then we have. Microsoft going after Activision Blizzard and they own a bunch of the subsidiaries as well. And it's like they now own fucking Ubisoft. And it's like there are so many. Wait, Microsoft owns Ubisoft? Yeah. When did this happen? A while ago. They're actually like partnering everything. So the way that Microsoft got Activision was they exported all of their uh, cloud based streaming and everything to Ubisoft. So now anything that is cloud based is now being hosted through Ubisoft. And then Xbox has to rent it essentially. Ubisoft to get it onto their platforms. So, like, if they want to do like Call of Duty on Game Pass, for example, it has to go through Ubisoft to Xbox now because it's technically cloud based. Oh uh, yeah, shit. So it's, look at this. Yeah, fuck. Yeah, it's yeah. it's right. a whole so, thing. So it's going to be one. It's going to be like your three main place places going to own everything. It's going to be Microsoft, Sony, yeah, and fucking Disney. They're going to be a three yeah. major conglomerates and they're going to own the fucking world. And then Apple's every sitting there in the corner. Apple, yeah. Apple's, Apple's pulling some strings too. They want to get into the market as well. Like uh, Meta as well. Apple yeah. put fucking Resident Evil on their next iPhone as proof of concept. Like Resident Evil 8 or whatever. or fucking yeah, Village. Village, yeah. yeah. It's just like, hey, we got the iPhone 15 come out and the, t- the, uh, the iPad whatever. Play, make that play fully like a 60 frames per second fucking game on that phone because we yeah. want to start doing that. And it did. So, well, my, yeah. I was going to my whole argument with like a lot of this is it, it's like, why did it take, like, one, why did we get to this point? And two, why is like the community backlash this bad only when it hit this point? You know what I mean? Like, th- these issues that people have been bringing up and the, the feelings these people have been having aren't new, isn't like overnight the game got bad. It's just people have used this as a catalyst to like push all this shit, which I get, but then also which should never have gotten to that point. Yeah. Like yeah. people should have spoke up sooner. People are like, oh, we, we finally voted with our wallets. And I'm like, yeah, but like, why did, why is it like, this is your moment? This is your, aha, we did it when you fucking a hundred people have like gotten their lives ruined. Like, it's just shit. And, like, I genuinely don't know how to, like, move forward with any of this shit. Because it's just, like, on the one hand, you want to support the people that still work there. You want to support the game that we all, you know, became friends on and whatnot. I made your group. But then on the other hand, you're just like, I don't agree with anything you're doing. I fucking hate where it's become and I hate your company's practices. Well, at the end of the day, it's... I Like, because Stormy asked me, he goes, well, we we need an explanation. I was like... To be honest, we don't 
Yeah, we're not old shit. Yeah. Yeah, we're not old shit. That's what we are told. The only reason that we found out about these layoffs is because one, we play the game. Two, there's a good communication between their um, social media people. And then we're in a world where anything will come out. We owed fucking zero. If the fucking, if Peter fucking Musk, Elon, Elon, Elon fucking Elon's twin brother, like, because he says some dumb shit. Like, Peter if Burns, he wants to come <laughs> fucking, if he wants to come out and go, yeah, I just fucking, I just decided to fucking sack 11, uh, like 100 people. Who gives a fuck? Like, he doesn't need to give a shit. He doesn't need to say fucking nothing. And that's the issue because everybody's like, well, you always did. You're always a fucking explanation. Not really. No, absolutely not. not really. It's a fucking corporate thing. It's a, they, they have chosen. This is the way they're going to go. I don't think it's right. And I hate the people. I, some of the people that they've got rid of are some fantastic people, but they like, fuck it. This is the way we fucking do it. And this is what's happening. That tweet that he put out was like, oh, we have got the right people to push was, forward with this. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That Sorry, was no, fucked. No. Sorry, That's Dave. fucked. That's very Elon Musk fucking thing. That's why he's called Peter Musk from now on. Yeah. Yeah, like he just had like... to say nothing. And... <laughs> yeah, yeah ex- exactly. Hey, go on. Hey, Buck. Um, I was going to say is that I think the thing is, is it broke a lot of people's trust to see names we recognised, people that we considered part of our destiny journey treated so badly that you know it doesn't matter that we're not owed that explanation these are people that we have a connection to because gaming is an interactive approach like we we go on the journeys with the writers we follow the music and gaming is one of those groups and societies that you feel connected to the creators because you engage with their work it's not like sitting there watching a movie or you know um seeing something on tv you're you you engage with the game because that's how you get more of the story that's how you share that within your life so you think that's been more of the problem though because like the way i see it is the fact that they are so close and the fact that they have gone to the lengths to like draw that community engagement has done them more harm than good these days I think it's a two-edged sword because if you're going to, if you want to build a community because that's what gets people to play your game, especially something like Destiny where, you know, I raid very rarely because I just don't have a group that's around at the same time I am. But, you know, it's that community that brings you in and then you share it and then you feel connected to it and to watch people that have done work that you care about get treated badly. Mm. It doesn't matter whether, like, what they do you you feel hurt and you feel annoyed and people do go and they talk about it and like people so, will talk about things that hurt them more than they talk about things that make them happy and right now all of destiny is very very hurt the players and the yeah. game developers so stormy just said something now so i don't know if this is the same thing in the uk as in the uk so in the uk if you get fired let go you can't give a bad review you can't give them a bad reference it's against the law for the person to give the next person a bad reference so if i go for a job to the place give him the reference the person phones up my old job and goes hey man how is this person and this person goes no i i refuse to give a reference that's them indicating that i was a bad employee if just imagine now all the release stuff that we found out why they were fucking fired 
Like, how bad would that be if we found out that if somebody leaked why they were fired? What was the reason why that person was fired? Like, this person did this and this and this, and he had three strikes, or this person did blah, blah, blah. Imagine the, the detrimental harm that would do to all these people if they found out and it was bad. Yeah. The person would never work again in their fucking lives. If they turn around, well, that person top decked the toilet and he got caught. It was, it would be, well, that fucking person's never getting a fucking job again in the fucking days in anything. But like, it, it could be, it could be the best thing that's happened is that say they've just got replaced. They've just, they just, we don't no longer need them because I would imagine 80% of them didn't have anything fucking wrong, but the other 20% maybe had something, an issue type of thing. You're like, I don't want to feel like that, but for them, for people not to, I don't want to find out why they, why these people were sacked. I just, oh, sorry, laid off. I just want to know if they've got more, the ability for them to get jobs. That's all I give a shit about at the moment. Well, do we, gonna... do we need even a reason? Like, it just uh, like, do, would they have even gotten a reason? They don't necessarily have to give a reason, right? When it's a laying off of this no, one? It, it would just turn around and say, we no longer need your services. And then yeah. like bang out the mm. fucking door. They say, they say that the, the role has been redundant. Yeah. Made, yeah. Been made redundant. Not, yeah. It's not you, it's the role. Mm -hmm. The role yeah. is redundant. So the problem is as well, obviously, once again, I only know of Australia and the UK. So if you make anybody redundant, you can't hire anybody for six months. Yeah, it's, it's in that role. If they're in an at-will. They just change the name of the role, though, yeah, as well. You, that's, you, that's, you, yeah. can, you can get around that pretty easily over yeah. here, depending on what sort of company and what you do, but there are yeah. ways, yeah. Because we had we had a guy, I'm, I'm a site service guy, so I'm a site service engineer. And so we had a guy that they wanted to get rid of. They got rid of him saying, look, your role's just done. And then they just had a, a site service mechanic and they just changed his job title. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. They just that's, that's bank next day, hire the person. But like, like <clears throat> we, I don't, it's not up to us to have thing. And like um, Addy Bug said is we grow with these people. They are the community people. They're the social media people. They're the people who, who take time out of their, are they day and answer Twitters, answer like put fucking stuff up on Twitter, put stuff up on Facebook, put stuff up on the, the social media platforms. And then we feel that we are closer to them. But at the end of the day, it's their job as well yeah. to be that person. And like you said, we may have got a little bit too close because like there were so many hate there was so hmm. many hate a person because he got caught cheating, decided to lash out at hippie and stuff like that. Well, you took this off me. Fuck you. And I'm like, motherfucker, this person mm. just lost their fucking job. You fucking prick. Mm. And stuff like that. There was so much hate. And I, and obviously people are so comfortable being behind fucking computers that if you turn around and said something to anybody face to face, you fucking wouldn't say it twice. No. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Well, my whole theory, and I, I could be wrong, and please, um, you know, disagree with me if you will. But um, I disagree. Yeah. Okay. I, I'm fairly confident that said, like, if sorry, words, if Destiny was in like, a really good spot, I think a lot more people would not care at all to an extent. Like, like the like the blowback would be way less. I think it's like the state of the game, the monetization, all these shitty practices and things that have got us to this point. 
plus this was like the damn breaking. But like come Forsaken era, everyone's like, fuck, this game's amazing, blah, blah, blah. And they did this. I think like this would be just smaller news. It shouldn't be. I think it's wrong. But I, I, don't, I don't see the people being like that. Right. To this extent. I agree. I think I think that's just those two things are correlated for a lot of people. Yeah. Not 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 in a way that like the conscious part of their brain might necessarily connect. But I agree. If everyone was feeling great about the game and everything that was going on with like, it, and they, and they made yeah. some redundancies, absolutely. Well, like the the issue is everybody's turn was well. Well, so how many people play Destiny? What we got like fucking seven million fucking people playing Destiny. At the moment, <laughs> no, 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 it's, it's, it's just seven. There's so like six hundred thousand on Steam. That's the numbers we can okay. see. All right, so six hundred, six hundred k, and now they're saying, "Well, well, I'm gonna stop paying. I'm gonna get a um return money off final yeah. shape refund." Just point out that's a good thing to do, and I and I appreciate what people are trying to do. They are trying to prove a fucking point, mm-hmm. but the only issue with that is like like. Addy Bug said, it's a double-edged sword. They will then turn around and go, well, fuck me. Our fucking company's not doing that well. Let's get rid of fucking more people. Or mm-hmm. will they notice? Will they? Will he stand down? He goes, well, I'm a shit fucking CEO. I'm going to stand well, down because people are asking mm-hmm. for his fucking... If, people are asking for him to stand down. If we turn into a... Um, this happened with Cyberpunk where there was the massive refund and then that CEO got stood down and they got someone else in and then they got a, a 2.0 under his new reign. And then uh, there was um, like the Nintendo Wii U. The Wii U was a massive flop. Restructured higher management. Got the Switch built. Switch is now a massive success. A lot of the times when it is it's just a financial failure, not yeah. I just fucking hate this game or whatever. If a financial failure happens, they usually look at people in charge and restructure from in charge down because people in mm. charge can't develop what the developers are doing you know yeah they, yeah. they just can't yeah. they're one person compared to 50 and it's like you know well, imagine kind of, trying kind of, to be kind of... innovating like trying to innovate with like the looming threat of you being fucking sacked and yet like yeah. working there for 25 years and you're still not fucking safe as if, as if anyone's meant to like do their best work i would honestly uh, not be surprised if um people that are still working at bungie have not like updated their resumes and put feelers out on a second on yeah, another yeah. job. Oh, a different that company. would be happening. Um, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. That, that an, always happens. You know, like, I think an exodus so, is coming. So, I hopefully I'm saying this right. V-A-U? Um, he say, uh They're saying that it is still canning people today. Yeah, someone. Yeah. Today, yeah, so right yeah. Well. Mm. It's not done. Um, Alexia, thank you for coming in. P rhymes with pi. Pi. There we are. Oh. Pi AU. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. I do apologize. I, I apologize. Um, yes, they're still canning people today. Fuck, man. Mm-hmm. They are fucking crazy. So could, be, could, could be more than 100 in the end. Well, like, even if you think about it, so they said they canned 8%. Okay. So let's. Well, let's... They didn't even say that. That was the, the 100 came from just i guess wasn't it like eight percent yeah, of 1200 people who, yeah, who people just tweeted. counting the twitter the twitter yeah. things and that then 100 out of 1200 is eight percent that's how it, they came up mm-hmm. with it but it wasn't from yeah. bungie like they might be going for 200 for all we know yeah it could be but that still leaves that still leaves like if you if eight percent that still leaves roughly about like 700 to 800 people working for bungie 
1,100 if they stop it. Why is it happening? Why is it happening? I don't know. Look, the other issue you've got as well, and I know it's a fucking, I know it's a nasty fucking thing that I'm going to say now is, so when COVID happened, everybody went remote. Mm -hmm. Everybody Mm -hmm. dotted. Everybody could work all over the world. Great, fucking great. But now, during COVID, everyone's like, yeah, this is the way forward. But, but people's, um, people's like, um, that, that time this completely escaped me. Like work workflow, wise, workflow, Pro- whatever. Pro- productivity, productivity. That's the word I was fucking looking for. Ha- will drop off because they're in the house. Is it an issue where they need to bring everybody back into a studio, get them all into the studio, get them there working in a studio, so people's productivity can start to increase again? Or is it? It actually went the other way. Like studies <laughs> show that work from home produce more productivity for companies yeah yeah well that look that's that's the other issue so but like people so my well, company like, did it i just said as well like they built that massive um yeah. hq that they built but i for the hq thing i would say they were planning on doing the hq before covid happened and then yeah. they were in too deep if like during covid they couldn't fucking yeah. pull out yeah aren't so they also do. building a new studio in amsterdam maybe i'm not sure where did i hear that from that was a thing, isn't it? There's two studios now. There's like a Bungie Amsterdam, eventually, and this new rebuilt one. Because I could company, be full of shit. But... My company were like, yes, let's go remote. Let's go remote. And then yeah. they turn and go, well, actually, I pay for this fucking office block. Yeah. And yeah. Shit. Mm-hmm. I, we need people here. So you're allowed. You have to come in mm. three days a week. Do yeah. you think that... Do you think that is the issue with this? Because, the, like, I am, I'm understanding as sure going to write, write in an email Definitely. going, hey, this is blah, blah, blah. But you're having to do game development. You're having to do music development. You're having to talk to people and do this thing where, like, a team would sit in one corner and go, this is my team. I am. I want to talk to this person. This person knows what he's doing. Instead of me fucking picking up the phone or email and go, hey, man, what's going on? This, oh, mm-hmm. Do you like this music? And he goes, no, I don't like this music. So th- is this a factor that they fucking feel in the strain well, of this remote I shit? I had a whole chat with some people at um, Megadev in Melbourne, which is like with a bunch of game developers and things. Eh, fuck you. Mm-hmm. Um, and I talked to some marketing guys and they were telling me that like this like wave of layoffs with just the gaming industry isn't that uncommon for the current duration we're in with uh, the new game fucking words the new console generation mm-hmm. yes. so it's like normally there's a ramp up before it releases because right. you want your first party titles you want all this shit and then there's a ramp down like that's yeah. natural that happens in every cycle and then we think it's like covid plus the new gen ramp down is combined into like a really volatile sort of hit because you think about it, especially on sony's end it's like what well, god of war came mm-hmm. out spider-man came out um last of us 2 came out yeah like relatively mm-hmm. you know the past couple of years so now it's like okay we can ramp that down now until we work on our next stuff and this is this is the issue as well for destiny it is a long-standing game that with a, a few years ago didn't have anything to like take our fucking attention away from it but now like you said you got spider-man you got last of us you got fucking boulders gate three you've got um kids the kingdom it's a very good yeah, year for games it's been a very good year for games since 2018 
Like we've well, mentioned like fucking Horizon, Ghost of Tsushima, fucking yeah. Fire Ocean, but there's still year. never been direct competition to Destiny outside of like Anthem, The Division. But the direct and competition is people going, oh, Warframe. we can do a um yeah a what, what's it, what are they calling it? Games as a service because Destiny or Bungie is doing it games as a service, but they think they're looking at that from a fucking outside view. And like they're looking and going, oh, Bungie must be able to do it successfully because it's still going. It mustn't be that easy. And obviously, I think Bungie has fucking fluked it and like lucked out with Destiny because every single time people try, they go, holy shit, this is hard. Holy shit, this is not viable. But I think they just keep trying to find holes in the market because like they <laughs> did the successful like games as a service with no competition. Marathon will be a successful, I, I still think it's going to explode because it will be the first extraction based shooter on consoles, right? Like yeah. a big one, yeah. That, a like a fully like easy to come into. With a yeah, really cool art direction, amazing. Which doesn't exist graphics, right animation, now. and yeah. probably won't well, have competition for a while. That isn't like the weird code well, ripoff. Yeah, Division is a kind of a looter shooter in the darkness zone. Yeah, it is. It is, and the the division had the potential to be a genuine competitor to Destiny in, just... in the. The early days, mm. but that that game oh, had its game. own its own weird issues. You know, yeah. they 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 tried to do a raid sort of thing. It was nothing like Destiny's raids. Yeah, there were all sorts incursions. of incursions. Yeah, incursions. Yeah. The the stat scaling thing in the end game it broke the dark zone completely for a very long time. They were just they, they, they just almost been... could have had it, mm. but you know what? If, but it just if, be if, renewed if, for Division Three. Yeah. Oh yeah. You know, they've like, just they've just been told that they're gonna have a division three. So that's awesome. Something's fucking happening. Something they're doing something right. Like I love Division One. Division oh, One took me. Too. That's just Division One took me away from Bungie, uh, from um, Destiny One. Yeah, it did me too for a while. It's it's what it's what Pancake was saying earlier. It's a known IP, and they're just gonna keep doing known IPs. Yeah, like, it's a, but it's do you think? Not. But they're what what's happening what division is doing is all right we're gonna where bungie has gone all right we're gonna look to be a dick about it like we're gonna flog this fucking horse we're gonna flog this this idea we are gonna have this we're in this area we're gonna flog this shit away we're gonna bring we're gonna you're gonna go to mars you're gonna do mars all we're gonna do is gonna take away mars but then we're gonna give it back to you and then we're gonna flog the shit out of it instead of turning where division division goes we're going to do New York. We're going to go then into fucking Washington. And instead of moving about the place, with Bungie, with Destiny could have done it. They could have gone, Destiny 1, you're going to play as a Guardian. Destiny 2, you're going to play as an Elixir. And you could have the crossover. And then they're going to start bringing in the crossover. And then they go, oh, Destiny 3, you're going to play as a Cabal or something like a that. A witness. Witness. <laughs> a witness. So you're gonna play like it's it's the fogging that I that I think is what's de hurting destiny is we're gonna just do this, we're gonna keep I think we um, lost yourselves. Yeah, we oh, uh, he got too passionate. Yeah. <laughs> they, caught him, they caught him mid cheer, didn't they? Dude, they got him, they found him. It's Pete. <laughs> we want Oh no. Uh, Ags, just take over the podcast. Congrats. <laughs> oh, man. The, the podcast that I have. Yeah, but the point that he was trying to make is that basically Destiny's been beaten like a dead horse. But, like, that turned into the situation with the Eververse in Destiny 1. And we all said that. Like, you can see yeah. the original Eververse behind Addy. In that mm -hmm. little corner right there, they <laughs> sold 
fucking taken armor for the first Gangnam time. Gangnam style, bro. Mm. Yeah. Slapped. Sold, sold that fucking taken armor. And everyone was like, this is going to be a slippery slope. As soon as you start selling mm-hmm. armor, how long until it turns into everything is oh. in that store? They were doing now look where we are. They were doing loot boxes, basically, in the original Destiny. Do you remember oh, when the, oh, they were doing the loot boxes in Destiny, Destiny 2? Destiny vanilla? <laughs> yeah. Oh, oh, like I was event. so angry. Sorry, sorry, no, I cut you off. Continue. No, I was just going to say, there was like this flame, blue flaming skull mask yeah. thing. You could get yeah, first of all the cost. But you couldn't buy it. You had to just keep buying the boxes or whatever and yeah. had a, a drop a drop chance. I, I knew someone in my clan back then who spent like $200 and out into the event. And, and that's how, long, oh. how much it cost them to get the bloody thing. Your friend single-handedly ruined Destiny. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> No, um, I remember when Destiny 2 first came out, everyone was given one bright engram or whatever the fuck it was called. And my bright mate got Ingrid. an exotic, yeah, my mate got an exotic sparrow right off the oh. rip. And his game was so much more enjoyable than mine. I had to fucking walk around everywhere. And it was like this whole thing where I'm like, fuck, well, now I got to spend money on fucking Eververse engrams and get a sparrow. Like they've been doing this shit for ages in weird and lucrative ways. And like they still do it now with just like, the bright dust fucking eververse armor and all that shit um dungeon keys you know th- things that aren't new things i've said before and everyone have said but it's just it's just adding up it's now ridiculous and they just hide behind free to play in order yeah, to get well, away with this shit i i the monetization is one half of the problem but i think the real problem in my mind is actually just lack of content like for a triple a triple a game that we think of as a market leading blockbuster kind of thing. The amount of content they add every year, basically one brand new raid, one strike, maybe two if you're lucky, no PVP maps for like five years straight. And now they're back on a cycle of one a year. That is just not the level of content you expect for a game of this caliber. Like with a $3.4 billion injection. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. we, we should, we should imagine, just imagine destiny. If instead we got, five strikes, five PvP maps every year minimum, two brand new raids, some Gambit maps, and they just sort of focused a bit more on evergreen content instead of the seasonal mm. activities and stuff, which they're usually just not that good, right? Well, that's but, why I've always uh, had gripes with, like, Witch Queen and, like, expansions in general since, like, Beyond Light, or even Forsaken, because, like, mm-hmm. Forsaken's the best and worst thing that could ever happen because everything ever released from now on from, like, Destiny-wise will always be compared to Forsaken. And they cannot ever catch, like, get up to that because there was two other dev studios doing that shit. And it was a different time. So you can make the best campaign ever. I don't give a fuck. But if it doesn't have like fucking five strikes and just like shit for me to do outside of your campaign, evergreen content, two zones, nine supers, a banger raid, a shit ton of loot, (laughs) a patrol zone with like a circuiting fucking curse and different little activities within it i think it was two new character types as well like yeah the amount of exotics they added with forsaken is insane it was like 13 armor pieces yeah yeah the the armor the and the the, each season that year like the the black armory season the gambit season and the menagerie season like all three of those okay i know a lot of people don't like gambit never like gambit whatever but like just in terms of the, the, the variety of content the amount of unique content the, the way each of those changed up the game completely and what you were doing it was an incredible time to be playing destiny and like, but they've never gotten back there 
is because they were scared. Like after the Gambit season, I, I thought the Gambit season was great because it was something that could be used elsewhere. Because you could have a strike season, you could have a crucible season. Yeah. And it just added this cool loop that like at, like targeted every sort of bit of the game. Because like the whole idea was you did Gambit to get cool Gambit armors and things, and you did Reckoning to get cool weapons and armor sets, then you could yes. take that into Gambit Prime. And that was like your loop. And that like made like an actual thing you could do outside of just Gambit. And imagine that you had something for Crucible. You had something for strikes and things like that. Had something for raids. It's just it was so cool, but they just were like, yeah. Imagine playing the game to play the game instead of playing the game to maybe get a chance <laughs> to get a fucking gun. So I, I just when I think about it, I think there are only two things in my mind that I think are possible reasons for why there is so little of that stuff now. Because that Bungie of today is way bigger than Bungie was back then, even with the support studios. They have grown so much. Mm-hmm. So the question question is, what are they doing with all of these resources that, that somehow they're just not producing extra content? Okay, there's Marathon, there's Matter, there's other stuff that, according to them, they have lots of games actually. In Gummy bears. Yeah, think, things, yeah that we, th- things that we barely know about. In some cases, things that we never hear about. Like they come and they go. They yeah. test them for a year or two. They and then there's like the season stuff, which they've like lent really hard into. It's like we get we're getting two seasonal activities now, and they're all, in my opinion, not not really worth the time to develop mm. them. Like they're designed oh, to be removed. Like why yeah, would you put yeah. effort into it? That's yeah. that's what mm. I mean. Like they're pretty boring. They're designed so that you just close your eyes and face mm-hmm. roll the keyboard and you win and you get loot and all of that. They're not engaging. They're just, why, why would you develop four or eight of those every year instead of eight strikes that you could then have in the game forever and convert mm, into Because GM you can sell them. Yeah. Well, because that's for every it, three right? months you can get an injection. That's, you know, that's it. That's... And retention as well with seasonal activities and just the season. It, like it became more of this casualization Right, yeah. because it brought more people mm. in, up those metrics, up those numbers, and it like kept people playing through the seasonal story and things like that. And that's why it worked so well because it was probably cheap to produce and had way better like and lasting impact than a strike would. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I and I think I think like that's true, but I also think it's a little bit short-sighted. It's mm-hmm. like when you eat macas every day for a year, it probably feels good every day in the moment when you're eating it, but after a year, you're like. Oh, my health's gone to shit. I've spent all this money and I've got nothing mm. to show for. Hey, speak for yourself. I feel great. <laughs> <laughs> KFC, man. KFC all the fucking way. Oh, all right. So let's Pass. let's let's talk about my new my new segment. Weird shit. Uh, yeah, so start. what I've decided is after the Vaporeon fucking thing last week, I'm gonna Vaporeon Vapor. What the fuck? Vaporeon. Oh, did you wait? Was Ash on last week? Ash was yeah. on last week. Yeah, Ash no one talked about fucking Vaporeon. Ash and I. Um, yeah. Explain to Sebs the vaporing on situation okay. on the internet, and Sebs is so, very disturbed. Yeah, so, uh, yeah. we summoned him. <laughs> so, <laughs> so what I've decided is I went on to the weird shit, weird shit on the internet. So, do you know in 2024 they're going to introduce woolly mammoths back to the Siberian fucking tundra? How the fuck oh. are they going to do that? What, yeah, oh. what? Wait. wait. This is this is like the sequel franchise to Jurassic nope. Park. It's Jurassic <laughs> sequel franchise to Ice Age, bro. It's Ice Age Seven, and they're in just modern times. Well, this is <laughs> yeah, they're doing a lot of action. Yeah. This is this just is Ray Romano actual. in the fucking Arctic. This is actual. This is they've already in process of doing it. 
So in 2024, the first fucking woolly mammoth is going to get released back in the Siberian tundra. I want to eat it. Yeah, yeah. I, I have so many ecological questions. So, but this so is do a I. So, you need. So, the way the issue with the Siberian tundra is there's trees, and the trees, when they start growing, they trap, um, they trap heat, and this starts melting the permafrost. <laughs> so, they need a great large fort like um, megafauna. Mammoth, megafauna, that's a good redwood, that push over the trees and will reduce the temperature of the fucking um, Siberian t- tundra. They're also releasing the Tasmanian tiger back into Tasmania to kill all the fucking cats. What are you talking that's, about? That's what they're going to do. Does Tasmania okay. have a cat problem? Yeah. I mean, Australia is a whole kind all, of cat All Australia has a cat problem because we have no large... Um, oh, true. Yeah, we have cannibals. no large. Yeah, right. Yeah, so we have no large. Ca- uh, oh, and I've seen a kangaroo for her hands, bro. Bro, I've seen dingoes. Can you imagine a, a kangaroo that ate meat? That's just fucking terrifying. I've seen kangaroos yeah. try and drown dogs. Like kangaroos will fuck shit up. I've, I've got fucking. Yeah. I walked in today. I got two kangaroos outside my fucking door. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck, fucking Australia, man. Yeah, but that's what they're gonna do. There's my weird. Let fucking, them in. There's my weird internet shit. They're gonna fucking release woolly mammoths in the Siberia, and they're gonna release our Tasmanian tigers back into Tasmania. That's crazy. Did you know that Australia has the largest population of feral camels in the world? Yeah, Yeah, I did learn that. We sell them to Saudi Arabia. On a related note, we also shoot them. But yeah, um, yeah, yeah. so that's but there's one of our biggest exports. It's fucking weird. Of camels, camels. I thought there's just a shit ton vibing in the desert. So. What I'm going to try and do every week, what I'm going to try and do every week is what I'm going to say is I'm going to do a weird story every week. And that's what I think. I like that. So, Love yeah. It. yeah. So, why don't you do one weird fact or one weird lie? And we have to figure out what lie. it is. Two, two truths, one lie. Surely that's a new segment name. Surely. We just <laughs> came up with Shit it. Shit, now great ideas. Like, oh. we're so. Yeah, what's unique. first? All right. Um,. Project that I'm going to make millions on forty eight percent short and then just over five hundred million. Oh, they're talking million. about um that's like yeah, middle yeah, one yeah. conversation. Yeah, they were trying Probably. to figure out how to get woolly mammoths back in Siberia. <laughs> but this is the thing. So do you know how they're doing it? So the Asian They're gonna get a elef- bus and then they're just gonna fucking drop them. So <laughs> the Asian elephant the Asian elephant is the closest to woolly mammoths. And then they've got DNA from a woolly mammoth that they just found just randomly in the fucking dirt. And amber. then they're going to take the it's, DNA. Yeah, amber. Yeah, yeah they're going to take Dino the DNA. DNA. They're going to put a DNA, put it into thing, and out pops a woolly mammoth. I think yeah. what they're actually going to do, it's like a tax write-off, and they're going to just stick a bunch of fucking fur on an elephant and be like, look, we found Bigfoot. <laughs> well, there we are. There's a console. They have found proof last week of fucking Bigfoot. I know, I saw him. Is he this the guy or... that's like they're on the train and then they see Bigfoot walking through the shrubbery? Still it, yeah. Like that's it's you like guys a... know that that's on a Bigfoot tour and that's like the director of the tour in a Bigfoot suit, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah, but yeah, but power to him, bro. But like yeah. he like came out and he's like, I like to do that to fuck with the tourists. Yeah. Because there's there's Fresh. that there's that there's a zoo it. in China. There's the zoo in China that didn't have a lion. So they dressed the dog up as a lion. And it was for about two years that this dog was in a lion suit. And they only realized it was a dog when it started barking. I thought you were going to talk about that weird human bear thing that was all over what? the internet a couple of months ago. What was that? 
Yeah, okay. That standing bear. You know what, what I'm talking about? The guy, the standing that? bear. Yeah, the, the bear. bear. Have, you seen the, have you seen the standing gorilla? Like the really upright standing gorilla? No. There's a fucking upright standing gorilla and it looks mean as fuck. Well, everyone knows pandas don't exist. Bears don't exist. It's just fake well, news. pandas. Pandas are just bears that just like robbing shit. That's all they do. It's like, ooh, I'm in disguise. Hey. Elephants don't exist. I've never seen one. Right. Okay. Cool. My internet is going fucking ape shit. So I am going to say good night. Uh, any closing words? Fucking bungee. Two truths, one lie. <laughs> new, new segment name. Three ridiculous <laughs> facts, two are true, one's a lie. That's a, that's fucking awesome. That's Everyone so in Destiny community is incredibly happy. Yeah. Uh, Bungie They're making so much wrong. money. And <sighs> Sevs has amazing internet. Yeah. I, I am in a in camp. Space. I'm in camp. I'm in a camp and it's shit. The internet is always bad. Starlink. Yeah, get Starlink. I hear it's a great idea. That's crazy. Do you know Kimber had that? Surely yeah. you can get it portable. Yeah, remember those old? You would have remembered those old um, broadband ads. I one three double o six triple. No, it's like the dad in the car and the kids driving. It's like dad. Why did they build the Great Wall of China? It was a car uh, ad. It was a broadband ad. No, it wasn't. That it, was a fucking car was ad, a, wasn't it? Fucking look it up. It was a broadband no, ad. This is like the other day when I fucking roasted the you. That they what? kept the rabbits out. No, and this the was a car ad, cunt. And then the kids like looked it up. Like this was, was the other day joke. when you were certain about something and I knew oh, for a fact that you were you wrong, wrong and I was so happy. You, but this time I, I'm not certain. Hold on. Hold on. Keep the rabbits out. Oh, uh, yeah. Rabbits out. Ad. Hold on. I found it. What are we doing? Do? <laughs> we're, we're, we're I'm we're proving Ag's wrong. God. Tell oh, me. Oh, fuck. I'm... He's right. Oh. <laughs> <It's all scary>. <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking twat. Fuck I hate you. him and Ags is like, me on Australian. Oh, you cut out. That was. King During the time of Emperor Nazi Goring. And uh, it was to keep the rabbits out. So Australian. But he was driving a car, so it had to be a car. Yeah, the point was mobile broadband. Oh. That is such an Australian that the way you people speak is so Australian. What else would it be? French? But it, it's as if they, it's as if you every time there's a advert and there's Australian, they have to like really. Oh, that's gotta be Oka. Don't go. Don't get me started on the fucking Australianification and American fucking film. Bro, have you seen um the cunt from Kath and Kim with the cars? And he's like pretending it's a fucking snake and shit. Yeah. You know what I'm talking about? I fucking uh, Russell hate Coit. Yeah. yeah. Russell Coit is Russell Coit. a legend. This is a Destiny podcast, guys. So look, <laughs> if we're not talking about Destiny, it wasn't for mobile internet. There we are. Pi AU is saying it was. It was Telstra. It's just an ad for a Telstra broadband so your kid could learn the writing. Fucking that turned into a mobile broadband. I'm fucking telling you. Some dude oh, was in the car just with take, him. Take the win. I am. He's telling me I'm wrong. I might have been a different ad. I'll give you. you there was wrong. another ad where the dude fucking ne- pulls out a laptop and plugs in mobile broad. Might have been two ads. You're never, you're never right, man. You're never right. Okay. Thank you. I'll take the first. All right. You do the spool. Mm-hmm. You do the spool. You do the spiel. I'll do it. All right. Yeah, go for it. All right. I don't do the spiel. 
Didn't it was the second hate. ad they did it for mobile internet. <laughs> I will accept partial points for that one. Thank you so much for listening. If you want to follow us, you can follow us here at twitch.tv forward slash exhibit a media or on our socials at exhibit a media. Thank you, Eternity and Addybug for coming on for the first time. I apologize. It wasn't on the best circumstances, but you guys were awesome and we hope you had fun. Pancake. Fuck you. <laughs> yeah, fair. I can't even rebut that. Yeah. yeah, fuck that pancake guy. Everyone in chat, but fuck pancake. Hate that guy. Oh, all right. Everyone else in the chat, thanks for listening. We'll see you next time. Peace. Bye. Thanks, guys.